holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the room is too. Amen? Let's pray. We don't want to get in the way of what you have to say to us. We don't want to get in the way of of your presence. We're grateful. We're grateful that you've made yourself known. And we pray that we'll continue to hear from you as you speak through your word to our hearts. In the name of the Holy One. Amen? Amen. We're going to talk about blessings tonight, one in particular. In fact, it's at the end of 1 Thessalonians, the last three, four verses of that book. 1 Thessalonians 5, if you want to find it, uh, it'll be on the screen behind us. I think the, the translations will be the same. So, I forgot I'm in, power, I'm in charge. <laughs> well, at least as long as the batteries work and the connection works, right? So, read this together with me. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Good. It's great to be given blessings, isn't it? Yes? Yes? That's not a trick question. Just want to make sure. It's great to be given blessings. It is great when someone prays that things will go well for us in the future. Certainly much better than the alternative, but I'm always ready to receive a blessing. Yes? Amen? So one of the blessings I'm most familiar with uh, goes something like this. Maybe you've heard it. Maybe you've sent this card. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sunshine warm, uh, sunshine warm on your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Is that new to anybody? Oh, it's okay to say if it is. I just want to know. I, I, have, I, have, I am 62 now and I have lost all track of what's, what's modern, of what's contemporary, of what's current. So... I'm just making sure. Some, some of us in the room, maybe all of us in the room, know this blessing from a musical. May the Lord protect and defend you. Just, just making sure. Oh, see? See, it's people with hair my color that know that song. <laughs> all right. Everybody else is saying, well, go ahead, but you're on your own. <clears throat> so... So from Fiddler on the Roof, the father is praying this blessing over his daughter as they, as they wed. And so he says to them, may the Lord protect and defend you. May he always shield you from shame. May you come to be in, 
in Israel a shining name. May you be like Ruth and like Esther. May you be deserving of praise. Strengthen them, O Lord, and keep them from the stranger's ways. It's a great blessing. All in favor say aye. Okay, just making sure. Probably the most famous blessing in recent memory is just six words long. May the force be with you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a blessing. It's not, well, you know, it will just, we'll just leave it at that. My, my new favorite blessing comes from a band named Dawes, D-A-W-E-S, Dawes. I think they're kind of country something or other. Uh, but the last line in one of their songs says, may all your favorite bands stay together. I love that. May all your favorite bands stay together. So, like I said, it is great to receive blessings. They are gifts that are intended to keep on giving and giving and giving as long as we continue to receive them. So it shouldn't be a surprise to us then that Paul ends this first letter to the Christians in Thessalonica with a blessing. This small group of people, they were brand new believers. He had only been with them for a short time. I saw one commentary say just three Sabbaths. But they had joined the rest of the Christ followers. And so Paul was concerned about them. And so he, he wrote to encourage them to be faithful to Christ. So unlike today when we, sing, when we send texts with emojis, and sometimes send texts with emojis with no letters in the text, just emojis, right? Um, I, I still have a hard time interpreting those, but I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, it was common in his day to close a letter with a blessing. But though it was common, there is nothing common about this blessing. Uh, though it was formal, it, there's nothing, no formality about what he says to those believers. May the God, may God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord. The one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. The one we just sang about a few minutes ago will do it. And may he do it. That's Paul's prayer for them. Now this I know is probably familiar territory, but, but I want to I unpack some of, some of what's in the translation. There are deeper meaning behind some of the words, and so... Though the meaning, the deeper meaning makes all the difference if we're going to really understand this blessing. So I want to take a look at a couple of the words. And the first is this phrase, God of peace. So for those of you that have been believers for a while or have been here at Nazarene Bible College for a while, there is a Hebrew word for peace, and it is shalom. So tell me what shalom means. Say again. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Somebody else said? Wholeness. W-H-O-L-E-N-E-S-S. What else? Prosperity. What else? 
It's, it's that, yeah, we're all, on, we're all in the same, we're all headed in the same direction. Wholeness, well-being, it is the way God intends for things to be, right? So we just prayed a minute ago, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Shalom, his will, here. So what does that look like? Just give me a couple examples. Something off the top of your head. We've described it, but what does it look like? It's a little tough, huh? You know anybody with a relationship with the Lord that embodies shalom? And know of any ministry or any minister that personifies what it means to be whole and holy? Next word is sanctified. I want to know the last time you used this word in a sentence. Other, other than in a paper that you had to do for Dr. Powers in one of the New Testament courses. Okay, so sanctify. It means, it's a verb, it's not a noun. It's an action. And it means to do what? It means, uh, first, it means to make holy. There's a whole long word study that you can do. Uh, you just need a dictionary and, and, and look up the word sanctify and look up the word holy or holiness and you'll, and you'll find that both of them a long time back come from the same place. So, so what does it mean to make holy? And so I heard somebody say, to set apart. Okay, what else? Say again. Purify. Yes? Okay, what else? Okay, to be godlike. Yes, absolutely. Again? Be right. Yeah, absolutely. All, all of the above. So, and I can't see what that says. Okay, so... So what I want to what I want to do with this word sanctify for a little bit is turn it is turn it around and and we're going to say holify, okay. And what it means to holify means not just to set apart not just to set apart and not just to consecrate, but it also means to be changed. There is a change in one's being not just a change in one's relationship. There's a change in, in one's life and not just, one, not just a change in a lifestyle. Right? Now, both of those are true, and they're two parts of it, but they, but they both belong, not just, not just one or the other. What does it mean to be holy? It does mean to be godlike. It means to be like Jesus. And as followers of Christ, we are invited to be more and more and more and more like him. All in favor say aye. aye. Okay, not a trick question, just making sure. Okay, so it is a change in relationship, like I said. It is a change in one's being. We see it in, not only in Christ, we see it in Adam and Eve. 
before the fall. And it is an ongoing transformation. Anybody here arrived yet? Okay. Anybody still on the road? Okay, right. Some of us have a longer way to go, right? It's not a one-time deal. It's an ongoing changing. It's an ongoing transformation. And we prayed that too. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Okay, the next, next word. We're doing well. What does you mean? Yeah, it does mean you, right? No, it means you. <clears throat> yeah, me and you, that's right. So what's important here in, in this particular passage is that this is not Paul writing to Timothy. This is Paul writing to a group of Christians. So this, this you is a plural. It's you. And, and it's you, or you, or you. So it's plural. Every believer that heard the letter for the first time was included in this blessing. It wasn't safe for just some. It wasn't reserved for just the elite. Every Christian in, in that little group of Thessalonican Christians that, that blessing applied to them, you. And it also applies to every believer that reads that letter. So it applies to us, usins, right? Usins. Every group of believers that meet in Jesus' name are, can be, recipients of the blessing, are intended to be recipients of the blessing. So all of the church, it's important, it's important, it's important that we, rec that we realize that it's not just for a few, it's for you and me. So then the last one, the through and through, what's through and through mean? Yeah. All right, yeah, I know, it's just kind of blurring. All right. So completely, entirely, in every way. And then Paul even reinforces the notion that it's just not a part of their life that is to be holified. It's not just a part of, of how they live that is supposed to be set apart, that is supposed to be godlike. Spirit, soul, and body. And really, that's all that he's saying here. Um, he was trying, he was using a Greek phrase to describe a whole person, but this is not a categorical thing. This is the whole, this is the whole person. Spirit, soul, and body. The through and through. The completely. The all in all. See, when God makes a person holy, he makes the whole person holy. Yes or no? Yeah. When he makes a person holy, he makes the whole person holy. And when God is making a person holy, he is making the whole person holy. Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, soulfully, whatever. However we describe our essence. He makes all of us holy. 
Now, if Paul had been from the South, he would have written, might have written the blessing this way. May the God of peace make the all of all y'all holy. Right? Make, may the all, the all of all y'all holy. It's a, t- it's a rough translation. And if you can find a version of, of Southern Thessalonians, you're doing better than me. So, but the point is, is that this applies to everybody that's hearing my voice. There are, there are no exceptions. This blessing applies to you and to me. So, you know, I don't want you to see that yet. So why does it matter? Well, the people who read or first heard this letter had only been Christians for a little while, but they were Christians. And when you read, and when you take the time to read through the five short chapters of 1 Thessalonians, you'll find that he wrote the letter to encourage those first century Christians to be faithful to Jesus, to keep pursuing God's will for their lives, to continually live for the day when Jesus would come. Not because they were afraid he'd come, but because they were looking forward to him coming. Right? See, the truth is, is that those Christians were already holy in the sense that they belonged to Christ. So let me say that sentence again. Those Christians were already holy in the sense that they already belonged to Christ, but they needed to share more completely in his life and his being. They were still on the road. They were were still on the journey. They had not arrived yet. And so it's my take that everybody here in this room is a believer. Um, This is one of my favorite places on campus when there are men and women who have been saying yes to God, and that's the reason you're here. You're still working out the details some. Uh, Other people know for sure where they're headed and how they're going to get there, but you're here because you said yes to God. Right, absolutely. We are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses here. We all belong to Christ. We all look forward to his coming again. But still, what was true for the Thessalonians is true for us too, right? Christians are already holy in the sense that they belong to Christ but they need to share more completely in his life and being. But let's not talk about them. Let's talk about us. And change the pronouns from a they to, the, to a we. As Christians, we are already holy in the sense that we belong to Christ but we need to share more completely in his life and his being.
So the all of all of us, the all of all of all of us is really what I want to say, can be made more holy if we want to be. So the last thing that I want us to see here, no, stay there. So the last thing that I want us to see here is that the idea of our being sanctified, the idea of our being made holy is God's idea. It's important. It has been his plan from the beginning. And so he says to the Thessalonians who are still trying to figure things out, faithful is he who called you and he'll do it. And so he says to everybody in this room, in case we have, we're not sure, faithful is he who called you. Because he'll do it. Amen? God is the one who longs to make us holy and complete. He is the one who desires to holify the all of all y'all. He is the one who will keep us blameless until the day of Christ's return. It's God's idea. It's his plan for us to be holy. But he waits for us to say yes. That's what I want. So I hope all your favorite bands stay together but only if you want them to. <laughs> Isn't it amazing that the God of the universe who so loved the world that he sent his son, who so loves the world that he sends his spirit, waits for broken, fractured, imperfect, ragamuffin people like us to say yes to the blessing. to say yes to his desire for us to be more holy, to be more like him. It's a translation that I think captures this best. It's the Good News translation, and it reads like this. Uh, maybe read it with me. May the God who gives us peace make you holy in every way and keep your whole being, spirit, soul, and body, free from every fault at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So I mentioned earlier that the blessings really are prayers. Prayers prayed over us. Prayed over the persons for whom the blessings are given. So what I want us to do at the end of the service, and we're going to sing a song, I want us to make this blessing our prayer. So let's read it aloud together. God who gives us peace, make us holy in every way. Keep our whole beings, spirit, soul, and body, free from every fault at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now let's personalize it. Let's make it just, uh, make it an individual prayer. God who gives me peace, Make me holy in every way. 
Keep my whole being, spirit, soul, and body free from every fault at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Stand, would you?